You are listening to Entrepreneurship 101 with Creative Muscle Studios. Your host today is me, Irina Hall, and my guest today in the studio is Catherine Woods. Catherine is voice and speech coach with Confident Communications. So, Catherine, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? As Irina said, my name is Catherine Woods, and I'm a communication coach and voice and speaking trainer. I was a speech-language pathologist for over 20 years, and I wanted to take my expertise and knowledge outside of the medical field and bring it to entrepreneurs, specifically women entrepreneurs, who want to learn to communicate more confidently, clearly, and captivatingly with their audience. And I can do anything from help a client be able to confidently deliver their script for a promotional video to helping them feel good about their voice when they lay down tracks for a webinar. I also do things like help them polish their public speaking. I work basically to help them sound so that they're proud of their voice and how it sounds instead of cringing when they hear it. Have you ever heard people say, oh, I just don't like the sound of my voice when I hear it? All the time. All the time. Right. So this is really common. And it's partly because we really don't hear ourselves in our heads how we sound to the rest of the world. So when we do hear ourselves, it's a little bit of a shock. And it's due to something called bone conduction, which basically changes how the sound vibrates in the bones in our skull so that it actually sounds to be a different pitch to us than it does to everyone else. And then when we hear the real pitch and tone of our voice, it's a little bit shocking and people often do cringe. But the good news is that by really listening to your voice and practicing with it, that you can actually modify your voice to sound like your best self and really be proud of how you sound and still sound like you and not someone else. Right. So, Catherine, I'm curious, what was that turning point that made you want to form your company to help entrepreneurs? Well, I didn't start out thinking that I was going to work with entrepreneurs in general. When I actually started Confident Communications in late 2016, I thought that I wanted to work with clients on accent reduction and modification. So it might be someone that needs to achieve greater clarity in order to advance at work and their accent's getting in the way, or maybe they need to learn an accent because they're an actor. But that somehow didn't quite resonate with me, and it never took off. So I took a little bit of a step back and really thought about what I wanted to do and realized that I was missing the boat on a whole segment of women that I had met while doing networking and that many, many people lacked confidence that they needed to communicate in the types of ways that would really advance their business. So if you're too shy to speak in front of an audience, but your business coach has told you that getting out to do public speaking would really help advance your business. And that's something that often stops people, but everyone can learn to speak in a way that they're proud of. And I really believe that there's tremendous power in small incremental shifts, just making one small change at a time 
really chewing that elephant in little bites. And that the change that really comes about has much more to do with confidence than anything else. So you start and you find these little skills that you can build on. And then all of a sudden, the client will realize, oh, I actually can control this. This is actually something that I can do. And like how I sound, this is attainable. And that is when they get the shift in their confidence. And the shift in their confidence is really the gold in all this. Yeah, I think it's extremely important for entrepreneurs. And when they start their business, it's a journey when they start start with just going out and networking and then it grows into they start speaking in front of their networking groups and then that then they get into public speaking in front of larger groups that helps them to expand their brand and I think it's a very powerful tool public speaking some tips for people who are really introverts and they're really not feeling well about putting themselves out there what can they do I I get that question a lot and Really, it is challenging if you're an introvert, but there are definitely things that you can do. So the first tip is if you're feeling shy, then when you go out to a networking event, don't make it all about you. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. It's much more effective, I have found, and much more interesting to the people you interact with if you actually make it about them and ask them the questions. So if you are shy or introverted and you don't feel comfortable getting up and introducing all about what you do and who you are initially, try asking the other person. And then the conversation really goes from there and that serves as a springboard for them to ask you. But by that time, you're feeling more comfortable because you've just gotten to know them for a few minutes while they talked about themselves. And so suddenly there's something usually you can relate to. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this isn't a stranger anymore. I know this person now. I can talk to them. Mm -hmm. That's actually interesting how asking questions is a very powerful tool that people underestimate most of the time. And Mm -hmm. it actually helps you control the conversation in most cases. Because the person who asks question can direct the conversation in whatever way they want. That's a great point. And the other thing is people think that you're smarter and more interesting and more charismatic if you ask more about them. Right, if you're interested mm -hmm. in them. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. That's great. Yes, so I think that that just takes a lot of pressure off of someone who's an introvert or shy, and it's actually a really effective way to interact at a networking event, even if you're an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So uh, the person started talking to other people, networking. Now it's time to present in front of a group. What do they do? What are some tips for them to uh, maybe lower their anxiety a little bit before they go Mm -hmm. out there? How, what, what they should, what should they watch out for? So First of all, I want to make a distinction that really all speaking is public speaking. If you're talking to someone other than yourself in your bathroom mirror, you're speaking publicly. You're talking publicly when you talk to some one person at a time at a networking event 
or when you're introducing yourself in front of the whole group, just as much as when you are speaking in front of a crowd of 50 or 500 people. It's just a perceptual shift, but it's really all public speaking. And so you really want to use these strategies anytime you're talking, especially for your business. But the number one thing, well, first of all, backing up a little, I like to encourage people to really build their clarity, their confidence, and how captivating they are to their audience. So to speak a little bit to clarity, you definitely want to articulate your sounds when you speak. And many people mumble a little bit, and they may not be really distinct. The good news is there's a really easy remedy for this. You just have to take the time to really make what we call articulatory contact as you speak. So you want to feel your articulators, which are your lips, your tongue, your jaw, and your teeth by extension of your jaw. Because as you move all these parts of your mouth, they're supposed to touch each other. So if you take a second to feel them touch each other as you speak, you will have a more crisp and precise speech pattern, which sounds more polished and educated and smarter. Now, this will require you to slow down, which is probably my single biggest tip that I give. Slowing down, it's the key to absolutely everything in speaking. That doesn't mean you talk like this. Nobody wants to listen to that. But it does mean that you want to really take the time to convey your message in a way that your listeners can process it. People don't realize that they're actually doing their listeners a tremendous disservice when they speak quickly because people can't process what they're saying that quickly, especially if what they do is complicated or new and from the uh, new unfamiliar information. The rule of thumb is the less familiar that people are going to be with what you're saying or the more technical or difficult it is, the slower you need to speak in order to allow their brain time to process what you're saying. Now, certainly that doesn't apply to really simple basic interactions. However, when you speak quickly, it raises the energy and anxiety within yourself. So if you can pause and really take the time to use the good articulation strategies and slow down for your listeners, it's going to pay a bonus to you when you actually feel and sound more relaxed. The faster we speak, the more we tend to tense up in our throats and then you get a high-pitched, squeaky, sometimes even little girlish tone. But at the very least, it sounds more tense and tight. And if you're going to be doing a lot of speaking, it won't feel very good after a while. But what we don't realize sometimes is how tense it's making us in the moment. And it can really contribute to overall anxiety if you don't feel comfortable already anyway. So that's kind of the clarity piece and, and the confidence piece of it. And there was actually a study done, and I apologize, I don't have the details, but it occurred to me as we started talking that this would be a good thing to mention. They did a study where 
observers watched through a one-way mirror, and they watched the interactions and communications of people of different levels within a company. And with uncanny accuracy, the observers could pick out who were the top-level executives in the company. And one of the big factors that was a giveaway was how quickly they spoke because the executives had the confidence to know that people should listen when they talk, and so they spoke at a more relaxed pace. And the people who were faster was, were perceived as a, in the lower echelon of the company, like, let me hurry up and get this out of the way. I don't want to take up too much of anyone's time. Maybe what I have to say really isn't worth listening to. And so we always need to think about that aspect of the perception too. And, and that's, do I think what I'm saying is valuable? Because if so, we want to really convey that with our voice. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting in terms of the study, and I can totally attest to everything that you said about slowing down and anxiety. I can share my story. When I came to the United States, I came from Russia. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my accent was terrible when I came. I still have my accent, but sometimes I have a tendency of consciously lower it down. When I give mm -hmm. myself a command to slow down, calm down, and just be mindful. Mm -hmm. And sometimes well, Greg can confirm that sometimes it disappears completely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's still like people ask me, what, where are you from? Like, are you? I'm like, I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh, that's the Pittsburgh accent I'm hearing. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they can tell that I'm not from the United States. Right. But um, that single tip of slowing down, that is really key. Mm -hmm. And it helps you get more calm and helps you breathe normally. And once you breathe normally, everything just goes in, in the right direction. Absolutely. If you are not getting enough breath to support your voice, you won't sound good and you won't feel good. Speech is what's called an overlaid system, meaning it, speech is the secondary function of our respiratory system. And the first function is to get oxygen to the parts of your body that need it. So when you're not getting enough oxygen to the parts of your body, you are not going to sound good and you're not going to feel good and it's going to translate. And it really is important to slow down because when we slow down, and especially using a pause for effect, anytime you get to the end of a sentence, or a thought where you would see a period or a comma. It's a great time to just pause and you'll find that generally you'll automatically take a breath on your own when you allow yourself the time to do it. And the other thing that we didn't touch on is that the faster you talk, the more filler words you're gonna use like um, uh, like, you know, because your speech is moving so quickly that your brain can't keep up with your mouth. So your mouth gets to the end of your thought. Your brain hasn't transitioned to the next thing yet. And so your mouth just keeps saying something. And, it, and it's just meaningless. And it diminishes the impact of your message. Right. So let's talk a little bit about speaking um, in terms of uh, talking in front of a camera or talking in front of someone when you deliver a message that you prepared, like a mo I don't want to say a monologue because we're not talking about like mm -hmm. theater, but we're talking about some sort of a message. Uh, 
And a good example is talking in front of a camera. If you're giving your audience some sort of tips or you're making mm-hmm. an announcement or you're giving a, an overview of your uh, products or services. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing these types of videos first, I had this exact problem. I was trying to get through it as fast as I could. And it was just like, like this constant yeah. without breathing. And I, by the end of my recording, I would be completely out of breath. It was terrible. And at, at, at a certain point, I couldn't even get through it. And then I had to tell myself, okay, hold on. You got to slow down. You got to breathe. Because <laughs> my brain started shutting, shutting off on me because there was no oxygen coming in at all. And right. so... Um, Let's talk about that a little bit, about talking in front of a camera, because um, that is also something different from just communicating and speaking with someone in a dialogue. So you need to be uh, aware of what you have to say, and at the same time, you need to be constantly telling yourself to slow down. Mm -hmm. And I found uh, that a lot of my clients who are talking, I tell them, okay, that was good, but you need to slow down. And then they do it the same way. And I'm like, okay, that was good, but you still need to slow down. Mm-hmm. And they do it again the same way. And they think they're getting it slower, but they're still going too fast and they can't right. tell. So how, how do I, <laughs> you know, well, communicate you know, that? It's a different situation because their stress is enhanced, but it's really the same in the sense that you just need to take it down a notch breathe and pause anytime that you would see a punctuation mark if it was in writing and be liberal with the commas so really just give yourself permission to pause and a lot of that I think can be alleviated if they practice off camera first so running through it go slower go slower getting them to go slower before they go on camera because when they go on camera, they're already going to go faster anyway. So getting them to slow way down in advance of being on camera would probably be a good way to start. And then you can still get them to slow down on their next take and their next take. But I think if you haven't gotten them to slow down before they start filming, it's going to be a bit of an uphill battle because that's when the nerves really amp up. I'm sure you find that you have to do a number of takes to get them to Absolutely. slow down. Yes. And I think really, though, the power is partly in hearing the feedback. So I tell people, don't be afraid to whip out your phone. If you don't want to do a videotape, just do the audio tape portion. You can tape your desk. It doesn't matter. And listen to what you're saying. Listen to how fast you're going. Because having someone tell you to slow down is different than hearing yourself go fast. And I think, too, the other aspect that we didn't talk about yet with effective communication and speech is how to sound more captivating to your listeners. So part of that is sounding like you have the confidence to take your time. But another part of that is really varying the pitch tones of your voice so that it creates an interesting melody that actually captures and holds your listener's attention. And what people find is that they can't do this when they're speaking quickly. So what I'll do, as well as telling people to slow down, slow down, insert the punctuation pauses, is that I'll also say, 
These words need to be emphasized with your pitch. These words you need to bring down your pitch, especially at the end of a sentence. Oh, that's a big one. So when you're speaking with authority, you don't want to end your sentence on an uptone as though you're asking them a question. It's perfectly acceptable to use an uptone if you're really asking a question. But when you're making an assertion and you're the authority, you want to convey your expertise by ending a statement in a lower pitch tone. That's what conveys confidence. But you don't want to stay at that tone the whole sentence. You really want to use your voice to create peaks and valleys. And when you're bringing your voice up and you're bringing your voice down, you can't do that quickly. So if, if you have something to focus on, which is inserting pauses for punctuation, varying the pitch, it gives you something to sort of occupy your brain, which could be both good or bad. But the more they practice it, they'll find that it becomes second nature. And yet you will never be able to speed too fast through your promotional video material if you're really doing these things. So giving them something, instead of saying, don't do this, don't talk too fast, insert pause is where the punctuation is. Bring your voice up and down and really create that melody with your voice because as you do that, it will automatically slow you down. It's amazing how all this really works hand in hand. That's really a great tip. And what I like to do, and I started doing that when I was in my acting school. So when we got our script, I would put marks in my script with, in addition to the mm -hmm. punctuation marks, I would underline all the words that needed to be emphasized. I would put horizontal lines wherever there is a pause, wherever there is a longer pause, I would put two lines. If the melody, uh, the intonation needs to go up, I would draw a line that goes up, a line that goes down for lowering. Mm -hmm. And my script would be all marked in those lines and the underlines and all those little marks right. that would help me to get through it and then when I would rehearse I would look at the lines and follow exactly my transcript line transcript mm -hmm. of my mm -hmm. speech and of my script and that would help me to get it more melodic and I think that mm -hmm. helps and I noticed that when we had our first uh, Sherry Vision workshop you were coaching people individually on their scripts and you were telling them on where the intonation would go mm -hmm. up and down, then mm -hmm. they would mark their script. Mm -hmm. It was amazing to watch them when they came into the recording mm -hmm. room. They sounded like absolute professionals, that like they've been doing it for mm -hmm. years and years. Like, seriously, this is an incredible uh, tip that can improve you right away. Mm -hmm. It's true. And, you know, of course that requires preparation because if you take a script and you mark it up and then you don't practice it and you're just trying to remember what you're supposed to do when when you get in front of the camera it's going to backfire but with proper preparation it can absolutely make a huge positive difference and it was really fun for me to see because I'm used to working with people on their habits their voice and speaking habits but it was tremendous for me to see how quickly we could move the needle, how fast they could really improve when it was a very limited 30-second script. So I think that people who don't speak for videos or webinars or whatever because they don't like how they sound are really missing the boat on 
the opportunity to enhance their speaking skills much more than they could just speaking in front of an audience or you know with a much longer script or even just talking at a networking event you have to really get the habits down to be able to significantly transform your communication outside of a scripted situation mm-hmm. but with a short script you can really have great impact. So if you don't like how you sound, work on it in a short script, put it on your website, put it on Facebook, because that's where you can get to a level with your voice and your speaking that you really feel good about. You can do those little pieces and build your confidence and then work on the habit. You get it and you try it on your physical articulative system and you know Mm -hmm. how it works and you know how it feels and then at any point you can remember it and you can switch it on whenever you need to that's true i actually had a client who came to me because she was upset that she didn't like her voice when she was laying down tracks for a webinar that she it was going to be a recorded webinar not a live webinar and she was really unhappy with her voice and she wasn't someone that really lacked confidence she had done a lot of public speaking in her career However, she didn't have to normally listen to her voice. So when she went back and she had to listen to them, she was upset. She didn't know how to proceed. She really wanted to do this, but she didn't know how she was going to move forward with it in a way that she felt good about. And the interesting thing about this to me was as she practiced some techniques from week to week, not only did her confidence improve with her scripted material because it really was sounding good she still sounded exactly like herself it was just a smoother more confident version but when she saw her family the next time out of town they said what did you do you sound so much more confident and that had nothing to do with her script nothing to do with her professional work at all but she started to translate those habits into her daily life Mm -hmm. and that was a huge aha moment for me where I knew that I was really on to something that could help people yeah that's really key once you start making this conscious effort to use it all the time Mm -hmm. that can change a lot for you Mm -hmm. yeah it gets back to what I mentioned in the beginning which is the tremendous power that can come from just making a few small shifts. So Irina, I have a question for you. How do you find that when you have a client that is new to filming videos and they've never done it before and they start putting out a series of promotional videos, what do you find the effect to be typically on their business? What do they report to you? They see immediate results and they see a lot of engagement right away. If the video that they did is really professional and it's really good people start commenting people start having a conversation on the topic people share it and it creates a lot of attention drawn to them and especially what especially works really well when they start producing that content on regular basis Mm -hmm. that puts them on top of their audience's mind all the time and their audience once they have a need for the service or product that they provide 
they will think of this company first and they will mm-hmm. contact them right away. So that increases their chances of getting business. Mm-hmm. Like as if it's putting a face to their business name. Exactly. It's They are making their business more personable. They're putting themselves out there as a frontman and um, it gives them more deeper emotional connection with their audience mm-hmm. and it adds to the fact that people buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And once they see you more out there, once they see you speak, they see you provide value and give advice, they feel like they know you, mm-hmm. even if you never met them. Like, for example, when we started putting out content on a regular basis, a lot of the time I had people come up to me at networking events and say, hey, Irina, I like your content. What you're doing is really good. And I'm thinking, do I know you? I really know you but you know my name okay that's interesting so Mm -hmm. that really works okay so Catherine let's recap real quick all the tips that we gave our listeners on how to improve their speaking skills well the number one thing is slow down it gives you time to catch your breath it allows you to create an interesting melody with your voice that you can't create if you're rushing through your speech And really also taking the time to articulate properly. Really feel the the mouth, the parts of your mouth, your jaw, your lips, your tongue, your teeth. Feeling them all touch each other as you speak. Because if you're really paying attention to how that feels, you can't talk too quickly. And there's tremendous power in really being able to get out there and speak to represent yourself as the face of your business, whether that's at a networking event or in a video. And I think that's why we really partnered up with the Share Your Vision workshop. Yes. So Catherine is one of the coaches on our team and our next workshop is coming up on August 24th and 25th. And our workshop is really a full-service, hands-on experience for you. When you come in, you have specialists in different areas that work with you in small groups and individually. We will help you uh, learn how to create your script for your 30-second video. We will help you learn what types of videos you can make for your business. We will have Catherine work with you on your delivery to make sure you can articulate properly, that you slow down and you apply all the tips that Catherine gives you. And we have a makeup specialist and style specialist who will make sure that you are wearing the best outfit that you can wear, who will make sure that your makeup looks perfect for the camera. We'll have a branding specialist who will Mm -hmm. teach you on what to do with your video once you get it and how to get the best results. Mm -hmm. And on the second day of the workshop, we shoot your 30-second introductory video that you can take with you and you can use it on your website, on your social media to promote yourself, to promote your brand. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have to use it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yes, and we also have a photographer available, I believe at a slight additional cost. While your makeup's already done, while you're already looking good and feeling great, you have an opportunity to get headshots done for your business. Yes. And so no, we don't want any 10 and 20 year old headshots on your website. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Got to stay on top of you. Right. 
so that was great. Let's uh, wrap it up. And thank you so much, Catherine, for coming in today and giving us so these great tips to our audience. Thank you, Irina. I'm looking forward to working with you in the workshop. So Share Your Vision Workshop is coming up on August 24th, 25th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Alfreda, Georgia. For all the detailed information, please go to our website at creativemusclestudios.com slash workshops. You can find the link in the description below. You have been listening to Entrepreneurship 101 with Creative Muscle Studios. Your host today was me, Irina Hall, and my guest, Catherine Woods with Confident Communications. You can find us on Anchor.fm and all other major podcast platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our website at creativemusclestudios.com. And we also would like to thank our sponsor today, VoiceOver City, for providing our studio to record our podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode and be brave and passionate.